What's up, what's up, what's up out there, Radio Land? It's Dr. D with the Boom Factor. All right, all right, all right. Y'all know what time it is. It is day 25 with Shut Your Mouth, Taming Your Tongue Challenge. Yeah, we winding it up. Um, we have a couple of more days to, to finish this thing off. And I'm telling you, whoo, I don't know about you guys, but it has really been an enlightened for me. And it's helping me in all areas, even though I see it's a fight, it's a fight. But guess what? We're going on. We're going to do better with our tongue. We're going to speak life over ourselves, not debt. We're going to speak life over others and not debt. All right? All right now. Now, day 25 is the accusing tongue. Oh, my gosh. This is a serious one, too. The accuser of our brethren, who accuses them before our God day and night has been hurled down. Do y'all know who they're talking about? They're talking about Satan himself, found out of Revelation 12, verse 10. You know, Satan goes before God and accuses us before God every day. If you know it or not, uh, some may not believe it, but guess what? The devil is real. It's a real entity. It's a supernatural being that have influence, influences, and this hurt to steer us to do wrong and sin against God who created all of us okay to take us down and to have him on his side of judgment and not God's side um, I have a radio program on Raymond Gospel Radio 101.5 FM uh, I have a 12 noon safe zone broadcast that literally goes into spiritual teaching spiritual warfare i identify everyday life situations and how the enemy comes in and try to defame us destroy us uh, delay us derail us i mean to destroy us that's his mission okay and his number one weapon is the uh, is to be the accuser all right and our tongue, when we sit here and accuse our brethren, our sister, or our family member, when we find ourselves accusing someone, okay, I usually fall, I put it underneath the category as the blame game. All right. So if I don't want to take responsibility of my actions, I will find something on the other person to accuse them of to give me the right to blame them for their action whoa so i become the accuser of the brethren now you may be saying without the d i'm trying to understand what you mean because that person did that to me you know and i got to tell somebody yeah true that a person did something to you because y'all always hear them hearing me sharing things about what somebody had did or, or someone have uh, portrayed a lie towards me okay but i'm not defaming them because first of all you don't know who i'm talking about okay and i'm not accusing them i'm not like out putting them on the news um defaming their name to really make them like i was sharing i think i shared that the other two days how a person had did something and said something and really had lied about it and i really i had the right to re- i had the american fifth amendment right <laughs> To tell this person off on Facebook live and tag him to all his friends. 
But what would that have done for me? Absolutely nothing. You see what I'm saying? Even though he was in the wrong. But then I would be in the wrong. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's the old folks saying, right? So instead of me trying to blast him or put him on blast, I don't know what the new terms is. I had to suck that up. You know what? I'm going to forget about it. But I shared that part of that experience to you guys so you can understand you do not take certain things for granted. You see, I was making a point. I was trying to identify when someone is grateful and when someone is not grateful. You see, when you go and accuse a brother, it's really taking that little truth that you know about somebody and mixing it up with something else to make them look like they are a liar. See, if, if I'm going to call somebody out, I'm going to call you out on the carpet on the truth. I'm not going to make nothing up and I'm not going to accuse you of something that you didn't do. You know, a lot of times in life situations and conversations, and I always use this movie. Oh, it's, it's about um, Mike, Mike Pfeiffer, the little black dude. And it was based on the, the Shakespeare story, uh, Othello. And how they took that one little, he created a lie. This, 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 this dude, he broke up with this, this white girl, right? He broke up. There's two white couples. Alright? And they're not two white couples. It was a couple that was white. Okay? And the young girl, they, they broke up. Alright? They broke up because he was all into himself. So the young lady, um, they was on a basketball team and the black dude was his friend. They literally was friends. Right? But However, the white chick started getting interested in the black dude. So, the white dude got jealous. Point blank. He was jealous. He started hating. And so, he wanted to turn, he wanted to um, tarnish his character. He wanted to make it seem like he was cheating on her. He did everything that he can do to try to, try to steer this girl from this dude. So, he began... He used manipulative ways to accuse this brother. It's all different ways to be an accuser, okay? Right here, she's talking about your tongue, meaning your words. And what he did, this one scoff, this one scoff started the whole domino effect in that movie. You got to go watch it. It's an excellent movie. It's it's an excellent movie, especially for young folks to watch so they can understand how one lie would destroy a person to the point of death. It just happened, um, just like uh, Roswell. I don't know if you ever saw that. Uh, was it Roswell or Roseboy? It was a town, a town in Mississippi. When that, when that young girl lied on Vin Reams, he played in the star in that movie. All right, and and destroyed the whole town. The whole town got burned down over one lie. One uh, accused. She accused him. Of something he didn't even know about. And back then. Because of the black and white race thing was going on. They believed her instead of the black man. And destroyed a whole town. That's what an accusing tongue would do to a person. You see what I'm saying? So we're not into trying to destroy nobody y'all. 
the accusing tongue, we need to ask God to help us with our accusing tongue. You know, because our tongue, like we were talking about the retaliating tongue. It's all in the same, like, they're all cousins. They're all cousins, y'all. Now, she, um, let's, let's go and see how, um, some, some, how she expounded on some things besides what I just brought forth. Um, we coming out of, um, Deborah Smith Packers. We're using this 30-day Taming Your Tongue tool to help guide us, okay? You can always find her books online on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's like 4 $5. It's a little bit of book. It's powerful, though, okay? Things was going badly for Job. He had lost his children, his health, and his wealth. To add insult to his injury, his insensitive, well-meaning friends accused him of pride accused him of covetousness and a host of other character failings. You can find that in Job 22. Although they came to sympathize with him, these three miserable comforters spent the majority of their time trying to convince Job that he had to be responsible for what was happening in his life. Such accusation was more than the innocent victim of satanic circumstances could bear. Job knew he was an upright man who walked up completely in integrity. Wrecked with his physical pain, he was also forced to bear pain of his false accusations. Have you ever been charged someone with wrongdoing before you establish evidence of his guilt? When you do so, you fall into the same pattern as Satan, the accuser of the brethren of God's children. Emotional and spiritual maturity dictate that you must seek first to understand rather than making an accusation. Look at the example of God set in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve when Adam and Eve blew it. He could have easily say, "Adam, Eve, you ungrateful sinners, come on over here. I should never have trusted you with my garden." No, God did not do such thing. God non-accusatory style in comforting Adam and Eve about their trespass provides a powerful model. For those of us who tend to accuse before obtaining all the facts of the matter, I always say this here. Get the whole vented punch. Get, receive, get, gather, whatever how you want to put it, y'all. Gather the whole vintage point of the situation. When somebody come tell me something, I'm saying, oh, okay, all right. I line it up with the word, but guess what? If the other part is not near, how do you know what's really going on? Unless you really can trust the character of that person. I, I strive to make sure I explain things to you guys when things happen to me so it won't be one-sided. I don't want people to follow me just to say, oh, Dr. D is right all the time. She's the goddess. We're going to believe everything she said. You better not. But I'm not going to lead you wrong. I'm not going to lead you off the cliff. I'm not going to lead you into brimstones and fire. Oh, no, 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 because everybody that have an ear to hear and have favored my station is listening to what I'm saying. I am responsible for your hearing. So I'm not just going to be sitting here just be talking just to be talking. Just to try to make myself sound good and have all these audience all over the platform and say, hooray, hooray, guess what, y'all? I'm on this platform. Hey, guess what? I'm, I'm all over the world. Hey, what that profits me? Absolutely nothing. What profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Boom shakalaka. Come on, think about it. So when I'm on this anchor, 
when I'm speaking, I'm speaking from my heart. I'm speaking from my true experiences. And I'm speaking to give an understanding and motivate others. To let them know you're going to go through certain, certain circumstances. But this is how you have to deal with it. And that's why my that's that's my main mission and my purpose why I'm on this platform. My daughter came to me last year and said, Mama, you have a lot to say. In a, in a, you have a lot. You've been through a lot. You've heard a lot. And you teach a lot. And they have other people that need to hear what you have to say. You can help so many people. And y'all just don't know. A lot of people have told me that. But guess what? Dr. D at one time, I didn't think I had a voice. I didn't think nobody didn't, was listening to me. I didn't think nobody didn't care what I say. I thought, you know, it is what it is. But then I realized something. The Holy Spirit said, I have called thousands of people to have an ear for what you have to say. I'm not called to everybody, and y'all don't get hung up on that. You're not called to the world, but you're called to a piece of the world. Come on now. So you take your little piece. And you make the best out of it, babies. Brothers, sisters, you do what you're supposed to do while you're on this platform. You change somebody's life, okay? You make impact. The things that you're going through, I can't go through. Your path is totally different from my path. But I tell you what, we all have that same destination, though. We want to make it into that heavenly, peaceful world in the universe, wherever it is. We want to get there because there is life after that. Ain't no, ain't no supernatural movie here. This is the real deal. And they do have life after that. Now, it depends on where you want to live once you die. You want to die and live into the heavenly realm of peace, joy, and, and starting all over again? Or you want to live into a, a hell of a place? Go, go, go watch that Dan, uh, Dante's Inferno. Inferno? What it was? I never saw the extra, the actual movie that they redid, but they have this cartoon, and it's called Dante's Inferno, 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 Inferno. That's what it is. Go watch that, and it's gonna show you the nine punishments of sins, and literally that's what God says in His Word. And whatever state that He find you in, when He come back and receive us into their own, whatever that is, what happens at the end times. When we all going to disappear off this earth. Whatever state that God find you in. That's your judgment. So. Why not. Let's go ahead and do this thing right. Right. So she just explaining how. Um, the friends of Job came along. And back then you got to understand the time. You know you got to understand the timing. Because back then they didn't know. Actually didn't know nothing about the devil. You know, they knew, hey, if you blessed, if you prosperous, God is on your side. When things start happening to you bad, uh-oh, what did you do against God? See, that's how it was. It wasn't no in-between. It's either good or bad, blessing or cursing. And oh, whoa, if the prophet came your way, if the prophet, if the prophet of God came in your town, in your village, everybody started like bowing down, like, oh Lord, did we sin today? <laughs> what happened? You coming to bless us, Samuel, or you coming to curse us? They already knew. That's how much respect and reverence that they had for God. Now, man, they got no respect for God. Everybody doing what they want to do. 
So that's why he's calling us that's on his anchor platform to reach out to so many people and let's let's do right. Okay? So what she's saying is in the book of um um let's see say the God even in the midst of us making a mistake, God don't expose us. He covers us. And she was talking about how Adam and Eve, when they sin, right? Now, I ain't going to get into this. I'm going to do a, a, a podcast on this one here. But I'm just going to throw this out here. Eve ate the fruit, but it didn't become sin until Adam ate it. Whoa, y'all think about that. A lot of people want to blame Eve, but nothing had happened. Not, God did not come out until Adam bit off the fruit. Why? Because Adam was given the command. Adam was charged to be the head. Adam was made first. Adam was the protector. Adam was the provider. Adam was made the priest of that garden. Adam was in charge. Come on, man. So the enemy went to Eve because he knew that Eve was the weaker vessel emotionally. Alright? Not in, not because of uh, she wasn't intelligent. He knew how to play on Eve. And because he knew how to get to Eve, he knew that Eve knew how to get to Adam. Boom shakalaka. And that's where men fall at. Whenever the devil want to take you down, men, he going to send a woman. I got to call it out. So y'all be wise out there. Don't let that fine body get you hooked up to the wrong atmosphere. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I don't know who that was for, but you better be watchful. Okay? Then the Lord God called Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. And he said, he said, God said, who told you you was naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Whoa. You see, God already knew the answer before Adam responded. He gave Adam an opportunity to explain his behavior, right? He was trying to get him to clarify. But instead of Adam saying, Yes, Lord, God, I ate the fruit. You know what he did? He blamed Eve. He accused Eve. God, it was the woman that you gave me. She gave me the fruit. So, guess what? Alright, Adam, you don't want to take responsibility? You want to accuse Eve? Okay, so let me go over here to Eve. Since I took my time and made made my girl, this this is this is the person that I, I I formed every part of her body just for you. But you say that she had the fruit and gave it to you. Okay, so let me go and check and let me see what she gonna say. I know because I took time with her, I breathed my very life into her. I made her the woman that she is, from the top of her head to the sole of her feet to her curves to her breasts. To her feet, her kneecaps, her hips. I mean everything about this woman. So let me go to Eve. 
God, God this is God talking, y'all. God said, let me go talk to, to Eve. And I know she gonna come clean. She gonna come tell me what's really going on. So she, so he go, now I'm, I'm interpreting the Bible. I'm doing like a little drama. Yeah, yeah, this is Dr. D. I deal with a lot of youth. So, you know, I gotta come, come with it, you know. So he goes to Eve, right? Eve. Where are thou? Adam said, you gave him the fruit. He go, Eve. Oh, oh God, oh God. I, it looked so good and, and, and the serpent gave it to me. If he wasn't in the garden, I would have never ate it. So God looking like, hey, what's up? Nobody, I, haven't I taught y'all better? Didn't I tell you not to go to that tree? That tree is not for you to eat off at this moment. Now they had two trees in the garden, y'all. The tree of life. And let me see what the other tree was. See, this is getting good. I'm about to do a whole message on that one, y'all. Because it was two trees in the garden. And that the second tree, he had to put them out the garden. Because if he if he would have, if they would have ate off that tree, then they would have been damned for life. It would have been no redemption. So he had to put them out. Yes, yes, God evicted them. They got put out. So if 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 somebody have a problem with that hey you can relate back to the bible <laughs> it's not funny but yeah god put them out they had to go they couldn't stay in the garden y'all but he he, he still protected them because he put a, a angel by the gate so they couldn't come and creep back in because you know we do that we leave home won't try to come back <laughs> but i'm gonna find out what the name of them two trees is i know it's a tree one was the tree of life. And uh, I think it was uh, good and bad, good and evil. The tree of good and evil. And then the other one was tree of life. That's what it was. So if they would have ate off the, they ate off the tree of good and evil. All right. If they would have ate off the tree of life, they would have been stuck in that state. That means we would we we would have, as of now, as humans, right now in the earth, when we die, we would have been damned. That means we would have had no salvation. We couldn't have been redeemed. So that's why he had to put them out. Because the tree of life would have kept you in that state. Come on now. And I'm going to have to do a whole teaching on that. So we can get a better understanding of those two trees. But because of that. She was amplifying how God. Came to them. And when he came to them. They would not give him. Uh, a response. He gave, he gave Adam an opportunity. To explain his behavior. And he gave Eve an opportunity. Instead. They repeatedly accused the next person. Well, if you ever fell into the state of being accused, if the lie has an effect on a person to the point that it would destroy a person, you best go check yourself. Because I always try to inform people when you throw something out there, remember it's going to come back to you. That's how I have to take a grip on myself because I'm not only looking at myself, you guys. I'm looking at my my children's and my children's children and their children. You see, we forget about the cycle that's already been appointed to us in the universe. 
that the Bible tells us that the sins fall to the third to the fourth generations. So a lot of things that are happening in our life is because of our forefathers. Come on now. And we have to break those curses. We have to break those cycles. And that's a whole nother teaching too. So at this present moment, when I be beguiled or when somebody betray me or somebody lie on me or somebody distort my words or misunderstanding, I want to retaliate. Remember I was sharing the other day, I go take me a walk in nature. I go take me a walk and talk to God. I tell him all about it. I tell him how I feel about the situation. How I'm going to release it in his hands. I felt that this person did not respond in an appropriate way. They lied. They deceived. Whatever that thing is, you guys, you go and walk and talk that thing out of you. Talk it out. Don't let that sit in you because it will become a bit, a root of, a bit of, uh, a root of bitterness in your heart. Then you're going to become sick. And a lot of times when we become sick, we have something going on in our bodies. We need to check it. That's why this is my famous little saying, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's nobody else wrecking you. You're wrecking yourself by your actions, by your words, by this tongue. And I get all upset. I cry it off. And then I'm guess what? I'm good. I'm ready to go. Hey, come on. I'm ready to get back in the boxing ring of life. Let's go. Boom, boom. Ding, ding. Gotta give it to daddy. Now, it's on his hand. Because he said, the battle is not yours, it's mine. He said, I am the Lord. I I repay um, vengeance. He said, you don't render evil for evil, but you render ev- good for evil. Why? Because God already knows the cycle. He, 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 he has put that karma into place. That if somebody did something out negative, it's going to come back to them negative. And, and it's sad to say, seven times worse. How? The Bible tells us that. When you've been delivered, the, de- the demon's been cast out of you. And if their house is clean and they come back and check, because they're going to come back and see if, it's, if they can come back and come back home. And if you don't have nothing in place of the spot, like for instance, if I don't have, I always, I always used to feel like I'm rejected. And well, we can always feel that because I was reading on something that. I've been reading about that. So I'm going to teach on that too, y'all. Oh, I need to be writing all this down. I have a lot of subjects coming up, huh? Um, let me see. What I can use? Well, I guess I could, I could say people lying on me. And what I mean by lying on me, they'll, they'll twist my kindness. Okay, I can use something from the tax season, like this young lady. She didn't have She didn't have her school paperwork, right? She didn't have her school paperwork. She said she went to school. She said how much she spent on school. She had her mother there to verify or whatever. So I put in the notes. I didn't actually document everything that she was saying. But I put in there, went to school, will bring paperwork. Okay. However, I gave her the school credit. I mean, you know, I checked the box that she went in school so she can get the school credit. However, when she felt that she didn't get the amount of money that she was supposed to get, then she called the corporate office and lied on me and said that I didn't give her no, she didn't give me no paperwork. She never told me that she went to school. Um, she had a small business. She had a 1099, so that's a small business, y'all. Okay. And she stated that um, she didn't give me no, she don't know how I came up with all her expenses because she didn't have none of her expenses. And she felt that her refund check should have been more than what it was. And I made a mistake. And she felt I made a mistake because she didn't give me all her records. Well, I'm going to tell y'all. Da-da-da-da. 
God dealt with that issue. Now, at first, I was mad. I was angry. I was just sharing that with my nieces yesterday. I was ready to go down there because she said she was at the office. Y'all know that old man tried to rise up in me because that's how I used to do. Back in the day, way back. Say way back. Dr. D's talking about way back then. Like almost 20 years when I was a young, when I was a young buck. Okay. Ghetto fabulous around 1995. I was out. I was wilding out. All right. Because <laughs> I was angry. I was angry with God. I was angry with my, my husband. I was angry. It's like everything that I tried to do good, it turned out bad. And so I was just angry. I was just mad with everybody. I was just trying to be the meanest bad girl as possible. So at that time... When somebody like teed me off, like they used to call me, won't act all smart because I was a manager, and back then people was hating, hating on me back then. So I would literally leave my job and go to the person's house and ready to fight them. Yeah, little old me. Yeah, that's yeah, Doctor D. Confession is good for the soul, and that's how I was. But don't y'all know? Twenty years later, the devil tried to bring that same spirit back on me. Because I was ready to leave the job to go down there and tear that lady up. I was going to tell. And I saw it. I, I literally saw myself walking through that office, though, and just going up to her and punching her and just beating her. And I was beating her down. I mean, I seen it where I was like, smash. And you know what? The Holy Ghost checked me and said, go find yourself. Go sit yourself down. I just heard the Holy Ghost say, go sit yourself down. Go find yourself. Matthew 5. Matthew 5. Because he had gave me that scripture like maybe a month ago. You know, like before the, the before the incident had happened, he had gave it to me like two weeks ago, right? So I had to literally go into Matthew 5, and it was telling me how blessed I was because people reviled me, a lot against me, falsely accused me. Y'all see where I'm going with this? So the Word of God was life to me. The Word of God checked me. The Word of God put an anchor on my tongue. All right, come on. To, to sit me down, calm me down. And guess what? He dealt with it. And I'm going to tell y'all, before the season was over, my Marriott manager had called me and told me that all that was false. She called herself trying to get an attorney, kind of find out the the there was a fake attorney. She had got one of her uncles or somebody to act like he was an attorney. They said the corporate checked it out, and it was all false, y'all. It was all false. She just was mad. She didn't get her money. But I learned something out of that. I did learn something out of that, that this season coming up, I'm going to document every I, every comma, every period. Everything they say, I'm putting it in my notes. I had the notes. But I didn't have the document to give her that credit. That was the only thing that they was worrying about that could have been taken to court. But look, when I stepped back and let God fight my battle, y'all, I didn't use my tongue. I didn't use my flesh. I didn't go down there and fight the lady, y'all. I trusted in the Lord, okay, and he fought my battle for me. And it diminished me with my accusing tongue. You see, my accusing tongue, what I'm saying on my behalf, I was going out there to retaliate physically. But because she had an accusing tongue, God fighted my battle. He put that fire out. He did it. Now, she knows she's going to have to come back to me if she really want her taxes done properly. Because I did do her taxes properly and I gave her information to help her, right? And I know she's going to have to come back to me because they always do. But now I'm going to still show love. Praise the Lord. But guess what? I'm typing everything. If she don't have all her documents, I'm going to say, Miss um, So-and-So, I really believe that you need to go have all your documents. I need this, this, this before I can process your return. See? It's no more like I, I, I'm going to favor you. And see how people miss their blessings? 
So don't allow the enemy to get you caught up into an accusation position that you're accusing somebody or don't allow somebody to put you in uh, a sentence or a situation because sometimes people trick you up like that too. They'll come and bring you some news and I stop that. They come bring you some news about something, right? And you really don't know the whole matter of the thing like, like Joe friends. Instead of them just saying, look, anything I can do, can I help you with something? Do you need some water? Because the dude was out there in sackcloth. <laughs> he lost everything, y'all. He lost his children. The only thing he had left was his wife, and then his wife comes talking stupid. Women out there, support that man now if he's going through. Men, if you got a wife going through and she was the breadwinner, support that woman. Don't walk out and leave like my ex did. I got sick and everything he couldn't deal with me in counseling i know some people can't deal with certain things but guess what to death do us part through the good and the bad in the ugly not just stay with me when it's good i need you when i'm i'm going through i need you when things ain't 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 really pretty see that's when true love come in that's where commitment come in you guys you can't just just be with a person when everything's good the money rolling you can travel you can do all that what about when that person gets sick what about if that person needs you and lose their job what about if the business is not making the money that it used to make? Come on, hello somebody. I know I'm, I'm, I'm hitting it hard, but it's all falling the same thing. Don't become the accuser of the brethren. We have enough to fight against the devil with all his lies and all the outside intervals that we have to deal with in this world. We don't need to have to deal with it. We're close with our friends and our family, y'all. Enough is enough. All right? So, Dr. D, I pray that this kind of like help you guys with this part day 25 the accusing tongue don't allow yourself to fall in that category and the the uh, affirmation today is saying with god's help today i will tune my ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding i will cry out for insight and understanding i will search for them as i would for a lost treasure or money that was lost help me god today control my tongue and I'm gonna add this too before you judge a matter know the whole matter hello don't be so quick to make judgment on a situation if you don't know the whole matter because at the end of the day God's God's word trumps trumps it all line it up with the word line it up with the word line it up with the word of God line it up Line it up. I just keep hearing that in my spirit. Line it up with the word. Alright? So y'all be peace. How y'all say be breezy? <laughs> Dr. D. With the 30 day. Shut your mouth. Taming your tongue challenge. And yes, we are being challenged, right? I know this one is a little lengthy, but I felt some things had to be explained. Because all of these attributes are really cousins to one another. It's just pinpointing certain things on how we can get caught up in conversations, situations, and even within ourselves when somebody do us something or something negative come to us, we want to retaliate or we want to accuse the other person. I always tell my children, you're leaders, not followers. And leaders take responsibility. If you take responsibility of your action, no matter what it is, all right, you will see a whole better world for yourself and you can go further. That's a sign of maturity. All right, Dr. D, I'm out.
Peace.